brave amigos are we. Alright everybody, today we got a great one for you. It's a movie from 1986. It stars three of the best comedic actors of that time in Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Chevy Chase. It doesn't take a lot of explaining, but this one quote should say it all. Wherever there is injustice, you will find it. Wherever there is suffering, we'll be there. Wherever liberty is threatened, you will find... The Three Amigos! So let's get to it. Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast Retro Life for You. My name is Chris Adams, host of the show. Co-hosting with us this week, you might recognize this guy if you're looking at the video. <laughs> if not, you'll definitely recognize the voices of the the uber cool '80s flicks flashback, <laughs> Mr. Tim. Tim, Hello. how's it going, man? I'm going doing good, man. Uh, talking good. about. The Three Amigos, one of the funniest comedies from the 80s, for sure. That, that is right. You know, wherever there's injustice, you'll find them. Uh, wherever there's suffering, they'll be there. And wherever liberty is threatened, do you know who you will find? The Three Amigos! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Talk about a... Uh, one of the most recognizable salutes of all time. Right, right. It's a, uh, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine today uh, from from high school. Our senior year, they decided they didn't want to do um, annuals, or maybe they did do annuals, but they added something a little twist to it as well. Um, and they made what they called the video yearbook. Mm-hmm. So yeah. VHS was still a big thing at the time. Obviously, yep. nineteen ninety. 91 and um so uh him and two of our other friends got captured by the people doing the uh, the videos little video clips and they're doing the three amigos salute <laughs> <laughs> so i have the i have the the uh, the video here somewhere uh of course not on the computer but i mean my my vhs tape somewhere still to this right, day right no way to play it and put it on there or anything but it's still funny to me that you know that's the one thing that they do, and today is the one you know the three amigos are doing. So I told him today, I said, um, do a podcast tonight because he he has his tendency sometimes to call when I'm recording. <laughs> and I said, uh, I'm recording tonight. Don't do it. Don't call. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said you'll never guess what we're doing though. I said we're doing the podcast over one of your favorite comedies. It's got one of your favorite salutes of all time. And he started laughing. He said, "Not the three amigos." <laughs> Yes, sir. Hey, I'm just wondering. Between me and you, mm-hmm. talking about this tonight, will we have a plethora of facts? Yes, yes, we definitely have a plethora but, of facts. But, but do you do you know what a plethora is? Because I, I would hate for you to tell me that we have a plethora of facts and you don't even know what a plethora is. <laughs> this but movie's got so many fun things. It's one it? of the best. That's one of the best <laughs> bits for sure. Oh yeah. So. But you know what? What I want to know is, after this episode, will will this podcast become infamous? Like, oh, (laughs) not not just famous, but more than famous. You're in 
famous. Exactly. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I'm hoping. I really am hoping so. That might be the podcast episode that makes this show just take off. Exactly. And I can say I owe it all to Tim. <laughs> if it, I mean, if it happens, Travis, and you're listening, <laughs> kicking you to the curb, man, we're bringing Tim back full time. So there. <laughs> But no, uh, no, great no. show. It was really a great show. Great movie. It was really yes. fun. I mean, I, like I told you earlier, I kind of rewatched uh, not all of it today. I was close to seeing the end of it, but I didn't quite make it to the end. Uh, this movie just cracks me up. Like I said, so many one-liners in it. It's, and, and you got three people. I can't think of any three people better that could have done this together than Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Chevy Chase. Yep, yep. They've been in so many, uh, you know, individually on their own. Right. Uh, so many oh, yeah, great yeah. things. So, uh, of the three of them, though, do you have a preference? Which one do you like more? Who? Um, it's a toss-up between, and no disrespect to the great Martin Short, but it's a, it's a toss-up between Steve Martin and Chevy Chase. Chevy almost edges it out just a little bit because he's so goofy and lovable mm-hmm. in this one. Like he's not, because he's not the lead. I feel like he was having a little bit more fun with it. So he didn't feel the pressure of having to be the lead in it. Whereas, you know, Steve Martin, of course, is he's just playing that Steve Martin lead role. Right. So, uh, but it, it, the role is great, but I, some of the things that Chevy Chase does in this are so funny. Um, even it's like a little subtle. Was, yeah, subtle, little, little subtle humor. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. When he when he tells him, you know, toward the end of it, when Steve Martin's to Gary Bay cover, he's, he's like, "Dusty, cover El Guapo." Everybody, <laughs> down. Uh, not you, Dusty. Pick You're your right. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love when they're eating them. They're having dinner the first time in the village, and he's trying to eat the burrito, but he's not folding the end. So every time <laughs> he pulls the burrito up, the food. The stuff falls out. He's like, do you, do you guys have anything besides Mexican food? Right. Uh, that that makes me laugh. And then one of my other favorites is when uh, the lady is like coming on to him and she was like, have you ever kissed a girl before? Yeah. Would you like to kiss me? Sure. And there's this long pause and she's mm-hmm. like, we could go for a walk on the veranda. Kiss my lips is fine. You know, it's like, he's just. Well, 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 you're close. She, oh, yeah. she goes, he, he goes, what, what you mean now here? Right. And right. she says, well, we can take a walk on the veranda. She says, we can take a walk and you can kiss me on the veranda. veranda. Yeah, he it. says, oh, the lips are fine. Right, right. Yeah. Those those are those are some of my favorite lines of his. Uh, and then, of course, when he shoots the uh, invisible swordsman, <laughs> that that is another one of my favorites. So. How am I supposed to know where he's at? <laughs> You're supposed Steve to Martin. fire it in the air, right? Yeah. He's like, it's like a... It's like Gosh, it's like I was a six-year-old. <laughs> oh, they, no, I'm sorry. My all-time favorite scene with Chevy Chase is them going through the desert. and uh, Oh, yes, I know where you're going. And Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin have nothing in their cantina, and it goes to Chevy, and he's just like guzzling the water and then just tosses it, you know, on the side, and you see it, you know, dripping you know just flowing out into the desert right oh my and the looks on their face is so funny he's like he puts the chapstick on i mean like that whole bit is just but then he offers them chapstick he don't offer them water right right, he right. Them chapstick. and the funny thing before that 
uh, you see Steve Martin turning his up and just little drops come out. Mm-hmm. And then Martin Short turns his up and sand comes out all over right. his face and right. his mouth. Right. It's crazy. Uh, this movie, <laughs> man, I'll get back down here. Uh, see, released uh, December 12th, 1986. So the mm-hmm. budget of $25 million estimated. Right now, I, I don't I don't know what they consider a success in Hollywood. Technically, I mean, I would think anything you made more than what you spent is a success, right? Uh, it's obviously not a box office smash. No, it didn't do as well as they had hoped. No, it did not. And I'm surprised with the three of them in it for mm-hmm. being such big comedians and having some successful other movies. I would have thought this would have done better. Opening weekend only took in. Well, let's just say six million dollars, right? And it grossed worldwide thirty nine million two hundred forty six thousand seven hundred thirty four dollars. Yeah. So I mean, they made about fourteen million, fourteen point two million over what it uh, estimated budget was, but still, mm-hmm. runtime hour and forty four minutes, not bad. Now it gives you it's you know nice time to be sitting down, not mm-hmm. sitting too long, but long enough to get a good story out of it. <clears throat> and let's see here. Get to the people in the cast here. Let's take a quick look and run that down because there were some pretty cool names in here. Oh, yeah. All right. So here we got Steve Martin playing the name Lucky Day. And their names crack me up. Too. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, if you notice on mine, you've got uh, Tim 80s Flicks Flashback. Oh, yeah, normally, yeah. I, normally I'll put Retro Life for You underneath <laughs> mine, uh, RetroLifeForYou.com. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't resist. And I put my name as Dusty Bottoms, which I is see. Chevy Chase's character. And then, of course, Martin Short. Now, when you come to these three alone, I mentioned earlier so many great, you know, past movies and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the three, Martin Short probably had the least amount of movies that I can remember really watching and enjoying. Yeah. He had a couple that I really did like. Yeah. But his Saturday Night Live work was great, though. Mm-hmm. SCTV, Saturday Night Live, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what now? Was Ed Grimley? That was SNL, wasn't it? That. Oh, I don't remember. I used to know. I don't remember if he started that one on SCTV and then brought it to SNL, or maybe it was just SNL. Yeah, I'm not but, sure. But I remember then it became a cartoon and, and yes. all that too. Yeah. I think I remember seeing it on SNL. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. I think it I think it was on SNL. So it probably was SNL, not SCTV. Yeah. I want to say now the one movie that sticks out to me, other than Three Amigos, of course. Um, and I believe it had the number three in it also in the title, uh, the three fugitives, I think, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Um, hmm Yep. So him was, and Nick uh, Nolte. Him and Nick Nolte and this little girl playing his daughter. Mm-hmm. He was trying to, I think Nick Nolte, now was Nick Nolte an ex-con trying to just get started on his way? Like he was cashing the yeah. check they gave him to get started on. I think yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. So it's a little, I, I don't remember that one as well, but that sounds pretty close to being right yeah we'll take a quick look we've been doing things a little bit differently lately i know you haven't been on in a little while yeah we uh we've been going through the uh cast of people and going back and seeing some of the stuff that they've done in the past and talking about a little bit of things of those as well mm-hmm. um well that, my- three fugitives that's it yeah ned perry oh you know and i completely forgot inner space i was gonna say inner space is probably my favorite uh martin short movie that's a good one. Definitely a good one. 
And I, and you know, honestly, when I asked you, was it SNL? I completely forgot he was on SCTV. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came from SCTV. Yeah. yeah. People just don't realize how many people did. And Ed Grimley is a character on SCTV. Okay. There you go. I'm looking at it right now. That is a list of things he's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. So, well, let's see a little bit further back. I don't want to go too far back since we're in the eighties here, but nothing really notable for me in the seventies that I can see. He was on an episode of the love boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this was uh three amigos was really like his big break into the movies. And that's what started his friendship with uh, Steve Martin. That's where they met and became uh, close friends, which of course is why he had him in his uh, father of the bride movies. Yes. Father of the bride was a fun movie as well. Mm-hmm. Did you see yeah. pure luck? I did. Yep, I, I did see that one. That was a crazy movie. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Captain Ron as well. Him and Kurt Russell in 92. You know, I've never seen Captain Ron. Oh, my goodness. That's a good one. I remember going to the theater and seeing that one. So you're telling me I'm going to have to watch this movie. Now. Yes, yes. Very I'm, I'm not- enjoyable popcorn. Enjoyable comedy popcorn flick. Don't expect, you know, it's not changing the face of cinema, but it was. it's a fun, fun, entertaining movie. Uh, Kurt Russell's hilarious in it. You know, a lot of these 80s and early 90s and you know movies like it, none of them were really life-changing movies. No. <laughs> and I think that's why we like them so much. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's nothing too serious. It's nothing mm-hmm. that's going to you know bring you down, but it's nothing that's going to save the world either. It's right. just a good time. You sit down for an hour and a half or so, hour and 45, yeah, and you have a good time with it. That was, you know, the, the thing about going to the, I remember going to the theaters. Like you said, popcorn flick. The mm-hmm. one thing you always want when you go to the theaters, you're looking for your popcorn and your drink. And that's the highlight of your time mostly when you go there. Because mm-hmm. something about popcorn at the theater oh, yeah. was always 10 times better than making popcorn at home. Always. Even when I try at home, it's never the same. Right, it's not. And then, of course, you get your big fountain drink. You go sit down. You you enjoy the movie. It's fun. Uh and if you get you a good comedy, even better, because you laugh the whole night while you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, Mars Attacks, he was in yep. that. Yep. Um, the Three Stooges Greatest Hits, a TV movie. Now, I don't I don't think I remember that. No, I saw that on a, there. I think he was just a... An MC, it says. So he yeah. wasn't really playing a, one of the roles or anything. Nope. Anything else notable? Let's see here. Santa Claus 3 has Jack Frost pretty big yeah looks like he was a voice in jimmy neutron boy genius mm-hmm. he's done a lot of voice work yeah i'm seeing it now he has prince of egypt um there was another one yeah treasure planet now i'm not really a fan of arrested development but quite a few people i know love that show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i see he's on that how i met your mother Okay, it was a popular TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been around and done some good work. I mean, he hasn't. He's definitely not gone away, but he's oh, got no. a lot of wor- a lot of work that I don't know either. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, oh, mean, yeah, yeah. Even- yeah, I'm looking through here and it's like I didn't know he was on. You know, some of these shows. I mean, they're guest star roles, of course. Right. He wasn't like full cast members, but to see pop up on those kind of shows, and of course now he's got the only murders in the building on Hulu with him and Steve Martin, which. We started watching season one and like we liked it, but we we just haven't finished it. So that's one we I have to pull back up um, and watch because uh, I think it's the third season. I think is about to start now. So 
Cool. Or it's the next one coming out. Well, let's take a look here at Steve Martin. Now, off the top of my head, I, I keep <laughs> thinking of the jerk and Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh. Um, dirty Rotten uh, Scoundrels. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Sergeant Bilko. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one right there that I watched a lot when it came out. Sergeant Bilko was hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Getting yep. back here toward his early work. Let's see what he's got. We've got uh, appearances on some uh, variety shows, of course. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to be on something like that. SNL, of course. Do you remember him making a record? I do. Yeah. Not many people I asked that remembered it or know of it. And I'm yeah. like, I remember it because I wore that record out. Yeah. There was there was a season that we really got into when I first got introduced to like stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Bill Cosby himself was a big like that yes. was a movie that they played on HBO all the time. That was kind of what I kind of got said, like, oh, this is like something that people do. And so um we started finding like all the comedy albums, like the old Bill Cosby comedy albums. There were some George Carlin, which I wasn't allowed to listen to, but right. <laughs> and Richard Don't Pryor. <laughs> yeah, Richard Pryor. But then I remember somebody had one of Steve, like one of Steve Martin's uh, albums. And uh, I remember listening to that uh, as a kid. So now the album, I mean, the record in particular I'm talking about though is actually a song, not a okay. stand up comedy. So do you remember any songs that he did? No. So. I don't know if it was something because that it's it, it's it come off of SNL, off a skit, or if he was reenacting the song as a skit on SNL. I'm not sure which came first, but okay. King he, he did the uh, King, King Tut. Tut. Okay, yes. yeah, I think that he did it as a sketch, and they may have released it because it was such a big, it was so popular when it aired that yes. they they put it out on on a record. But I I remember, I mean. I think I still do. I have the best of. I still have like some DVDs of like the best of Eddie Murphy, the best of Chris Farley, and I may have the best of Steve Martin because I know that one is on there. So. Uh, Steve Martin on SNL. Now, I, the one thing that stands out to me easy is him and Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. Two wild and crazy guys. That's it. <laughs> Talking about looking for some American women on the American <laughs> dates. <laughs> Right, right. Two wild and crazy guys. Uh, <laughs> and it's, that was too much. Um, oh, I see. Dead men don't wear plaid. I somewhat yep. remember that. Uh, the man with two brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jerk. Gosh, there, of course, three amigos. Uh, you know, three amigos wasn't what made him stand out, though. I think it was the jerk. Oh, was the jerk the, was his was his breakout role for sure. Yeah. Because like I said, he had a, a few others before that, but the jerk really stood out for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we got Three Amigos. He went to Roxanne. Uh, gosh, what was that character name, Roxanne? Cyrano. Well, C.D. Bales is what yeah, it said. But it's, but it's, yeah, it's it's to, for, um, yeah, I can't say it, but I know what you're talking about. Cyrano de Bergiac or something like that? Yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I was drawing a blank. <laughs> that is it right there, though. And, of course, it's funny because, you know, it's – it's like he jokes on himself the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's the mm-hmm. one who makes it funny. And it's because he's joking because for those of you who haven't watched it, he's got this, you know, this very long nose. Like a Pinocchio nose. Like a Pinocchio nose, except it doesn't keep growing, obviously. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a long nose. Right. And he just, like, he likes the smell of coffee in the morning all the <laughs> way in France or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I forget yeah. how that line goes. 
Yeah, that's one I haven't watched in a long time. But I remember I remember seeing that one in the theater and really liking it. Now, I'm going to tell you something I did not watch, and I don't know why, because it's got two good ones in it, but it just didn't stand out to me as something I wanted to see, which was Bowfinger. Yeah, I've watched Bowfinger, and it's it's okay. But, yeah, people like – I mean, when it came out, people raved about how great of a movie it was, and I didn't really see – it was funny, but I think because it was, you know, Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. And yeah. I think that was kind of the whole idea of it was poking fun at Hollywood. And so they, they liked uh, seeing that part of it. But yeah. <laughs> like Hollywood isn't crazy enough as it is anyway. Right. 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 I mean, right. it's not like we got people walking up on stage and slapping people and <laughs> having that same person make fun of them in a stand up comedy bit. And then having the person who actually slapped the person to begin with turn around and sue him because he's mad over the comedy bit. It's not it's like it was like that. Right, right. Let's see here. Uh, man, he's got so many little short things going on. I mean, t- little small TV series tidbits, still, still doing mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff, clear up until 2023. Um, and I must have missed, or I'm not looking at his acting performances. Well, no, this is all oh, this. No wonder this is writer. Oh, yeah. If you go to the top, it's all the writing stuff he did. My bad. It's uh, <laughs> different than what it usually is for things. Because um, I was like, where's Sergeant Bilko? Oh, yeah. It's on uh, there. There's Sergeant Bilko. 1996, Sergeant Bilko. Ernest G. Bilko. <laughs> Great stuff. Leap of Faith was uh, kind of funny. I didn't watch. Uh, you know, I didn't watch. I don't think I ever watched the whole movie. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. It's actually really good. It's a, it's a, I mean, that's a kind of a depart. It was more of a drama. It's really, it has some comedy in it, but it's very much a drama. Young um, Liam Neeson before he was a big movie star is in that uh, as mm-hmm. well. So, but yeah, that's, it's a good movie. That was when he was kind of trying to do some more serious uh, stuff at that time. Cause he so you mentioned earlier, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes. Funny movie. Funny yes. movie, but I gotta tell you, I, I my absolute favorite Steve Martin of all time, mm-hmm. planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, it's hard to beat. That's it I really mean, is. yeah, that's that's one of the best for sure. Uh, and I want to bring this one up only because last week we did. If you haven't heard it yet, I don't know if you did or not, but we did um, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Um, someone uh, I think I read in the little fun fact area of Goodfellas. That the guy who was uh, Ray Liotta's character that he was modeled after mm-hmm. or playing, um, Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven is playing the role of the same guy, but I think they call <laughs> him a different name. Okay, but it's, but it's supposed to be based on his care, his his real life stuff. Oh, okay. when he went into the gotcha. witness protection program, and I remember reading. I was like, well, "That is crazy," because it came out. About the same time Goodfellas came out. It was the same yeah. year, 1990. Yeah, 1990. Yeah, exactly. Man, and then, of course, uh, so like I said, so many more Steve Martins. We could go all night long on his. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a very full filmography. Let's get back over here to Mr. Chevy Chase, because uh, I can tell you right now, National Lampoons. Is, uh, that's all we have to say for Chevy Chase is <laughs> National Lampoons. The Vacation Trilogy. The Vacations. Caddy of course, Shack. Fletch was good. Fletch is probably my favorite. Yeah, Fletch, it's like Fletch and Christmas Vacation are probably my two favorite uh, Chevy Chase movies. And, of course, once again, we've mentioned SNL on the previous mm-hmm. two. Well, Chevy mm-hmm. Chase is also an old-school SNL guy. Oh, yeah. 
uh, physical comedy. He was kind of known for some good physical comedy on there. Oh, yeah. Falling down, tripping. Uh, I mean, when I think of physical comedy, he's actually not the first person that comes to mind, but he does. He did do it well in SNL. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking like of uh, Three's Company with John Ritter. John, yeah. 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 The Jack Tripper character he played. I mean, mm-hmm. that was always some great uh, physical comedy and everything. Uh, I wonder... Now, did you see, because I didn't watch it, but did you see the vacation movie where I, I believe the uh, the son yes. has carried it through now and taken it over? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it once. It was okay. I mean, it's, you know, uh, but yeah, he had they cameo at the beginning um, of the movie, so, which I enjoyed. I mean, is it something like you'd really recommend to somebody or not mm. that great? Nah, I mean if it's if it's on and there's nothing else on, then definitely you know you could you could watch it and not feel too bad about yourself. But I wouldn't uh, seek it out as something to so as what's a must the, watch. What's the earliest Chevy Chase movie you remember watching, or even the earliest? That oh, seen? the the earliest one is Modern Problems. That one played on HBO a lot. That one and Oh Heavenly Dog. Uh, oh, Heavenly Dog was 1980. Of course, that was Benji when Benji was like a big. Uh, there were several Benji movies at that point. Um, yeah. So I remember watching that a ton on cable as well as Modern Problems. Under the Rainbow with him and uh, Carrie Fisher, I remember seeing a lot yeah. as a kid. I don't know which of those three. I can't tell you which one I saw first because they all kind of blend together in my mind. Uh, just I remember watching them on cable. But um what made Chevy Chase big for me uh-huh. was foul play and seems like old times. Yeah. See, I've, I've, I started watching, was it foul play? I started watching last year. Um, cause I'd never seen. I don't think I've, I've never seen either of those all the way through. So I've got to go back and, and watch those. So foul play, I believe is the one that's got, uh, the albino killer in it. Right. I don't remember. I saw the one that had Charles Grodin in it. Which which, which one that is that? It seems like old times. Okay. Yeah, I started watching that one, but I haven't fin I didn't finish it. Yeah. I so, haven't seen uh, foul play yet. Chevy Chase is a uh, Nicholas Gardenia, and I believe uh well, he's he's Goldie Hawn's ex husband. Right. Right. And I think he's wanted he's being wanted for something. He got, he got kidnapped or something at the beginning, like some guys kidnapped him because they wanted him to I don't remember if they wanted him to steal something because I think he's on parole. And they wanted to steal something. And so he, you know, um, so he goes to her to get help. Um, and of course, her new husband, played by Charles Grodin, doesn't like him. And that's about as far as I got. So, so if that's the case. And foul play is the one that's got the albino killer. But foul play okay. also has Goldie Hawn in it, too. Right, right. So that's, that's, just, why, just, that's why I couldn't remember which one of the two it was that I, I'd started, but I didn't get, get a chance to finish. Yeah, I'll take a look here, and I'll get the guy's name for you. I see Dudley Moore's in it as well. I've forgotten about that, actually. <laughs> or just Meredith. You know, I'm, this is a movie I could go back and watch and do a show on, actually. I which one is like that, it. foul play? Yeah, foul play. It's oh, been okay. a good while. About that time frame. Yeah, then also, there's also the, the guy, Billy Barty, who was in it. I've forgotten mm-hmm. about that. Uh, I don't know what the uh, killer's name was, though. I mean, for being uh, the Alba- the Albano guy. Um, let's see, oh, <laughs> his name was Whitey Jackson. Go figure. Oh, there you go. Played so, by William Frankfather. Yes, that's it right there. About this time frame when this came out, um, 
I know this is getting way a little way off base, but like I always <laughs> do anyway. Peter Falk, um, mm-hmm. Columbo, Columbo, right? Yeah. He did this movie called All the Marvels. Mm-hmm. He was a manager, a wrestling manager for a women's tag team. Foul play, All the Marvels, seems like old times. For whatever reason, those three movies I would wear out at that time frame. <laughs> I just kept, I'd watch them over and over. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you weren't really, re- you weren't really renting v- uh, VCRs and VHS tapes. It was right, the video right. disc players. Oh, okay. So, do you remember video disc players? I do. Yeah. I so do. you take the big square disc thing, you push it in, you pull mm-hmm. it back out, and it plays it. You get halfway through the movie, and yeah, then you got to push it, it back in, flip it over. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Oh. I, had, I had one friend in like elementary school that had one. And I think we watched one movie of his, uh, you know, at his house or whatever on it. Um, and then I had one friend that had a beta, you know, everybody else had VHS, but I had one friend that had a beta player that had a bunch of beta, uh, beta max or beta um, cartridges. Right. With uh, Sam Kennison stand-up specials he'd recorded. Wow. So, <laughs> well, I back to the video disc players. I, the thing I remember the most with that is Rocky Three and mm-hmm. and Masters of the Universe. Wow! Uh, I would I would every time we go there, I would want to rent Masters of the Universe and I would want to rent Rocky Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you just watch the backside of Rocky Three only, mm-hmm. it starts off with the training montage with him. Oh, nice! Uh, Apollo, Creed Apollo Creed, yeah, and working his way to the big rematch. So. I was like, that's the best part of the movie. I just want to watch the backside of it. Let's just flip it over automatically and start there. Right, right. And then, of course, He-Man. At that age, I, I could mm-hmm. remember watching He-Man and stuff. That was a fun cartoon. Of course, when you look back on it as an adult, you question yourself sometimes. Like, um, <laughs> why is he dressed that way? Why is it? How does he go from being fully dressed as Prince Adam to wearing that? A loincloth. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's, it's like a... Uh, like Beastmaster was a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I noticed you just put Beastmaster up on your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. On your Facebook. Or, I'm sorry, your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like we mentioned earlier, I mean, all kinds of National Lampoon, Spies Like Us. Uh, he oh, was yeah. in a video with Paul Simon. You can call me Al. Yes, I remember that, that was, video very fondly. This, that was kind of a big deal. Uh, Paul Simon, I, uh, to me, Paul Simon was not a very huge star to me at the time. I didn't realize who he was at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then you find out later, you know, what Simon and Garfunkel, yeah, right, and how big he was and everything during that time frame. And uh, the You Can Call Me Al song was kind of fun, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, Chevy Chase makes everything funnier, right? Exactly. Um, and Caddyshack, I'll touch on Caddyshack because that was an all time fun character of his, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, cannot go wrong there. Not going to get into his newer stuff because there's a crap ton of it on there like the others are <laughs> and we only have so long right right exactly so el guapo mm-hmm. alfonso areu oh, that's how you say his name sure i don't think of i mean he's got okay by his picture on imdb i don't know who he is <laughs> as el guapo i feel like i've seen him in several movies yeah he's been he was in romancing the stone that came out a couple years before that um he had a, it's like a small, like almost like a cameo role on there. Um, yeah. He was on an episode of Miami Vice. But yeah, he didn't, he's, I mean, he pops up here and there on some things, but he wasn't like a well known, well known actor. No, no. And then, of course, his uh, number two guy, Hefe, mm-hmm. Tony, Tony Plano. Plano. And he's been in a ton of stuff. 
Yeah, that's what I He's got one of those faces too that I know I've seen, and I can't pull mm-hmm. none of them out of my mind right now. Uh, the the lead role, well, I don't want to say lead. Uh, we'll, we'll call her the lead lady, Carmen mm-hmm. uh, Patrice yeah. Martinez. I honestly will tell you, I never seen her in anything before. Yeah, I'm trying to like going back to when we we did our episode on this. Like I, you know, she had a couple of things, but once again, she. Well, wasn't. I mean, okay, so I mean, just to say real quick, Zorro. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, the 1990, this TV series, not not the movie, by the way. Right. Uh, she's in TV series Magnum PI. If you have like, three episodes, she was a mm-hmm. receptionist in Beetlejuice. Yeah, like she did more TV work than movies. It looks like. Yeah, I just pulled her up to take a quick look. She's got mm-hmm. an uncredited role in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Girl in Train. Right. Um, TV series Air America, Gunsmoke, The Return to Dodge. <laughs> did not know that. Looks like she probably plays the role of an Indian on it. Um, Miami Vice, Convoy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Convoy in a long time. So she's been around a little bit. I just did not know because she doesn't have any huge roles I can really remember her from. Right. Now, this stands out to me as funny. I mean, okay, I know it's got like, uh, there's a couple of other names I'll bring up in a minute, but that had small parts in it. But the bartender. Yes. Fred Asparagus, <laughs> that is your stage name? Sure. <laughs> Why would you go? Why would you go with Fred Asparagus? <laughs> What's where did he? Where did it's he not go? a name. It's not a name that you'll quickly forget. I'm sure. I mean, now that I've seen it, I'm not going to forget it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh, Kai Wolf was that how you say it? K A I, I guess Kai. Cooper Kai, Kai sure. Wolf. Uh, I remember him being in MacGyver, the TV series MacGyver. That's the only the place I remember. Really? Seeing from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the the German that was flying the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, let's get back down here. Uh, I wanted to go over. You know me. I like to the little fun trivia things in here. Uh, did you know that Steve Martin? Now, I, I you see him doing the tricks in the movie, right? The lasso tricks. I oh, thought, yeah. well. So he learned some lasso tricks for the movie, right? But mm-hmm. uh, he's actually says he learned the lasso tricks while working in a magic shop at Disneyland as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Always able to do that. You said you did this show once before a while back. Did you find anything fun and interesting about it when you were going over it? Yeah, I was. I tried to see if I could pull up my old notes that I had on it, but I didn't. I had, they weren't quick to pull up. But uh, I know that you know Steve Martin wrote the script for the movie. Um, he took it to Lauren Michaels uh, at Saturday Night Live, and um, I guess Lauren Michaels has a writing credit on it. But I, we don't. Me and my co-host on that, he was like, "I don't think Lauren Michaels wrote anything on it. He probably just, you know, wanted to be included." And then uh, Randy Newman is listed as one of the writers, but I think it's because he wrote the songs uh, in the movie. So uh, this was pretty much a Steve Martin uh, movie for sure. And uh, that's why I think some of the jokes I can tell are definitely like Steve Martin style uh, of jokes. Um, but other fun facts, uh, the bats that they're eating around the campfire is actually just fried bacon on skewers, which I thought was great because yeah. I remember as a kid, like, are they really eating a bat? That's disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, the canteen, the cantina is actually called Cantina del Baraco, which translates of Canteen of the Drunk or Bar of the Drunk. So once again, that's one of those 
just funny things that Steve Martin. We talked about the names like Ned Nedland Nedlander and Dusty yeah. Bottoms, and like you know that's Lucky just Steve, yeah, that's just Steve Martin having fun with names, and then Hefe, which is El Guapo's right hand. Hefe is actually Spanish for boss, so you had the second guy with the name of boss. So you know those little those little you know subtle humor things I think were just great. That's always fun. Uh, Steven Spielberg, they said, consider directing the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess, you know, some people might say maybe he made a mistake by not doing this because all these three large names, but uh, he went on to do a, a different film called E.T., the extraterrestrial. <laughs> I, I guess it did okay. Yeah, I guess, you know, you win some, you lose some. All right, exactly. Uh, he had said in interviews that his choices for the roles in this film were Steve Martin as Lucky Day. Bill mm-hmm. Murray is Dusty Bottoms and Robin mm-hmm. Williams is Ned Nederlander. Yeah. God, that would have been good too, though. I mean, Bill Murray oh, yeah. playing Dusty, because Bill Murray is just like Chevy Chase in the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. little dry humor and silly mm-hmm. stuff. Robin Williams, definitely. I can see him because when I, whenever I see Ed Grimley, I think of Robin Williams. <laughs> just because that energy he's got on yeah. stage running oh, back yeah, and yeah. forth and stuff, not because mm-hmm. of how he looks or anything, but no, I get it. I can uh, see that, though. Yeah, one thing, I don't know if it's in these notes, but I did, I found in some of my research is that there was actually a deleted scene that they filmed with, um, I think I mean, when I think it was Sam Kinison was supposed to play like a mountain man that attacks them on the way. And um, I think there was something with him and John Landis, they didn't get along very well, or him and, no, he didn't get along with Chevy Chase. And for whatever reason, the scene didn't get finished. They scrapped it from the whole thing. But we were talking about how, man, that would be like some footage we would love to find or, you well, know, yeah. resurface somewhere, but it's never popped up anywhere. But, and well, then, Fran, and then yeah. And then Fran Drescher, <clears throat> Fran Drescher, the nanny, uh, had a role at the beginning of the movie, but all her scenes were cut as well. So, cause there was supposed to be more of them in Hollywood. Like there's a scene and you can find this cause I did, I find it on YouTube there is a deleted scene of them walking and having a conversation in Holly, like in the Hollywood studio where they're passing all of these different uh, movies that are being filmed in the background. So it's a really uh-huh. cool scene because they're walking and you see like everything from like a caveman background to like a, you know, something contemporary, then like a, you know, all these different time period movies that are being shot as they're walking by. But Fran right. Drescher was supposed to be playing like this other, uh, this up and coming celebrity. And that's where the studio was trying to make movies with her in it instead of them, which is why they was a little bit more backstory, why they got axed from the studio at the beginning, but they cut all that stuff out. Cause then it definitely would have been a two hour long movie and nobody wanted to see all that stuff at the beginning, but. Well, you know, talking about the beginning of it, a uh, couple just, I don't want to call them cameos, but I mean, that were oh, in yeah, there. Yeah. John, John Lovitz is yep. Morty. Yep. And uh, Joe Mantate. Mantegna. Mantegna mm-hmm. as Flugelman. Yep. Um, okay, now, I could have swore the third guy in that room mm-hmm. was Phil Hartman. That is Phil Hartman. Okay, I thought it was, but I don't see his name credited right now. And then the, the one part I'm looking at here, he must be. Yeah. He might be in the extended list of crew. Yeah, I think so. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, hit, I didn't hit the extended list, the expanded list of all cast and crew. But I mean, mm-hmm. I would have thought since he cameoed it, Maybe he just wasn't considered big at that time, you know. Yeah, he was still just. I mean, him and him and Levitz were both just like SNL cast members, I think, at that point. 
Right. So, but it didn't feel Hartman got kind of, you know, as I don't want to say he got huge, but he got kind of big on SNL though for mm-hmm. the characters oh, yeah. he was doing and such. Mm-hmm. And had a, a few movies here and there. Uh, I want to say he was in a uh, what Tur- Turbo Man, um, <laughs> Jingle All the Way. Yes, as yep. a neighbor. Uh, that probably would have been a better title for the movie, honestly. Yeah, Phil Hartman is listed. He's in the lar- He's in the full credits. He's okay. listed as Sam, but he was actually on the film. He was Philip E. Hartman, not Phil Hartman. So maybe that's why he didn't show up in the. He was credited as Philip E. Hartman with two N's. Okay. So I know we talked earlier about some favorite uh, things said in the movie, the mm-hmm. favorite one liners. I mean, do you have an absolute favorite scene in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite scene, which is not necessarily the funniest scene, but when I think of Three Amigos, the scene that I always go to is them singing the song in the desert at night and the uh, animals kind of singing oh. along. Uh, uh, Blue Shadows. Blue Shadows, yeah. I yes. love, number one, I think it's a cool song. Like, I love the song. And it's just it's just great just to see the three of them doing that song together. It's like my little buttercup is fun, but it's really <laughs> just Martin, you know, Steve Martin and Martin short together. Um, but to have all three of them in that is, is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, but my fate, like my favorite funny scene is the scene where they're actually fighting oh, the first time they meet El Guapo and uh, he shoots and uh, Steve Martin realizes that he actually got shot. He's like, wait, this is, you know, when he comes to the realization that they're that they're this isn't a show, that they're really fighting real criminals, and right. they all start crying and like, yes. <laughs> <It's> like, what, <laughs> yeah, what right. are we even doing in Mexico? Right. This means we're not even good. We're not going to get paid, you know. So yeah. that that scene there always makes me laugh, and it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and uh, he's like, sure. he's and I've already got shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go talk to him mm-hmm. like men. Right. Right. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. They, I, I don't know if I have an actual favorite scene. Yeah, the, it's hard. It's honestly. hard to pick a favorite. It's hard to pick a favorite. It, it really is. I mean, because like you said, uh, and, and to, to kind of follow up with your uh, talking about the little Buttercup song a while ago, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not going to play the little bit. <laughs> We're laughing because I downloaded some little little sample clips, and my little Buttercup was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, the whole thing of why they did what they did. They they get this um, telegram. Uh, telegram, thank you. They get this telegram sent to them, and uh, so it's basically inviting them to come to this place. It looks like to perform a show mm-hmm. and to get the infamous El, Guaco, uh, El Guapo out of there. And uh, so, of course, they misunderstand infamous. They say the infamous, as you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and uh, not to mention they had to shorten some of the telegram down so it doesn't tell you everything that they would have known ahead of time if it was left in its full message. Mm-hmm. They didn't cut it down because they couldn't afford the full message. So they think they're going for an appearance and to do a live show for somebody and get paid for it more than what they've made in the movies, obviously, because I think they were working for free anyway. And uh, they were tired of working for free, which caused the whole bit of them being kicked out and going to take this job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get there to the bar yeah, you, know, you you mentioned earlier, and they start, you know, doing this performance because these people are real quiet. They don't understand why. They think they're friends of the German that just came in and shot a bunch of people up. So they're supposed mm-hmm. to treat them with respect, right? So yeah, you know, they do the little My Little Buttercup scene. It's really humorous when you see it. Um, of course, not about as humorous as them coming out on the horses, 
when the first three guys come there mm-hmm. and he's calling them names and son of a motherless goat. Right, right. He's like, son of a motherless goat. <laughs> what? Is he talking to us? Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, a scene that's memorable to me, though, that's kind of funny. And I'm not going to say it's my favorite scene. Like I said, I can't pick a favorite scene, but they have infiltrated El Guapo's camp, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Dusty Bottoms has swung across his rope all the way over <laughs> into the place where they got Carmen at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Short's character, Ned Nedlander, takes off swinging and he goes straight back up in the air. And I guess his spurs get yeah. caught up in one, in of, one the of the pinatas. pinatas. Yeah. Yeah, one of one of the plethora of pinatas <laughs> that are there. And then Steve Martin, uh lucky day. Let's just say it was his unlucky day because right. he he swung straight down face into first the into the dirt. <laughs> uh, so later on, after they have already gotten Dusty Bottoms out there and caught him, they're talking about what they're gonna do what they've done and they're like, We have uh, robbed the villages or whatever, and then they're looking <laughs> for more examples and He's looking right at Chevy Chase, and he goes, "Uh, we raped the horses. Yeah, and we ran rode off, out, rode out, rode out on the women. women. Yeah, we trimmed the hedges. Yes, we pruned <laughs> bushes in <laughs> the villages. Who are you? Right, right. Uh, he's like uh, the Hefe comes over and talks about it. it's uh one of them, one of them gringos. He goes, Do we have just have amigos falling out of the sky.'" Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that's the cue. Dad Nederlander drops down face first to the table right, where he was right. stuck. And El Jefe is like, yes, El Guapo. Yep, yep. That one kind of stands out to me, I think. Yep, yep. I was thinking of that scene as well. That, that is one of my favorites as well. Because it's definitely, you know, it's it's totally a fake body that falls onto the table. You can yes. tell as it hits. And then, you know, yes. uh, that. And then another one that's funny, too, is... Uh, I think before that, when they're trying to infiltrate the village and they're right outside, like the city gates and a couple of Guapo's men are coming by and they just stand there and freeze. What was up with that? Right. And the guys just walk by them. Like they can't hide. They just freeze. Like, right. It's like, if we sit perfectly still, no one can see. They us. Won't, yeah. They won't. Right. See us. Right. So, uh, which I thought, uh, you know, it's just, it's those little silly things that make it great. You know, it's just little little subtle humor things, humor bits that are why it's so much fun to watch over and I, over again. I've got two for you. Go for That's it. The, the, the subtle humor. All right. At the beginning of it, where they're showing them as a part of, I guess a part of one of their little movie yeah, things. Silent movies, yeah. The, they're riding the horses and they're singing the three amigos song. Oh yeah. 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 And they hold that note for like 14 yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're exactly. like, are they ever going to stop? But, but that told you, I mean, the, in the beginning of the movie, that told you this is what type of movie you're about to watch. And if right. you didn't think that was funny, you didn't need to watch the rest of the movie because you're not going to like it. Right. Yeah. This, yeah, is, this, is, this is what, yeah, exactly. That's a, this is what this movie is going to be. Absolutely. 100%. And, and I'm and then, here for it. Yeah. And then also later in the movie where Dusty Bottoms are like, uh, he goes, I'll throw this rock over there and distract him, and we can go this way. And he throws the rock, and he ends up hitting the guy in the face, and he falls down off the, off the top of the roof. Right, right. And they're looking at him like, okay, that works too? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like you said, yeah. subtlety stuff. Another right. favorite scene is uh, when they're trying to – when they go back, they, they sneak back into the studio to get their, their, uh, their outfits – 
and Steve Martin's on top of the gate and he's trying to signal to oh, God. Uh, Martin Short and Chevy Chase and Ka, Ka, you know, whatever. <laughs> look up here, look up here, look up here, you know. <laughs> hey, you guys, you know, like that. Yes. Oh my gosh, we would we would roll laughing like tears running our face laughing so hard at that one. Was and that's exactly how it was the first time I seen it. Yeah. I, I was I knew when I watched it earlier I was already mm. expecting it. So I mean it's not like yeah. it's gonna get me again. But right. he starts out with, with a simple uh right, right, you know, right and working his way up to call call like you just <laughs> said and then God when it, the first time he goes you guys yeah you guys <laughs> look up here look up here right right I'm just dying Mm-hmm. I remember it, you're in the theater watching this and you're all right. You're in a theater people. Okay. And you're seeing this absolute brilliant humor going on mm-hmm. and you're trying to hold your big tub of popcorn in your lap <laughs> while you're trying to hold the laughter in almost not be too loud and obnoxious with it, mm-hmm. but holding that popcorn still and instead popcorn is just the bucket is bouncing and popcorn is going <laughs> 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 Right, right. I mean, it's like watching the Swedish chef on the Muppets you know, <laughs> making his poop the corn the shrimp. Right. And this right. stuff just flying everywhere out of the things. Uh it's 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 such a great movie. And for any of you really anybody listening who's not watched the three amigos, I know I say this on a lot of movies we talk about. Watch it. You will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. If you just like those good funny movies with just little simple funny stuff to make you laugh like he said until you cry mm-hmm. you will not be disappointed in this movie at all and then go back and check out some of their past works oh yeah you know chevy chase steve martin great martin short got a few good things i mean but mm-hmm. the other two great stuff you just can't be disappointed um I tell you what tim uh we didn't do this at the beginning we always do this at the beginning and we didn't do it man <laughs> sorry Tell us about your show, man. Tell us about your show. I mean, you just got back from a, a, a layover for a while. Yeah, yeah. We took I took the month of March off and uh, did some replays, which we played uh, the episode of yours with Predator that I was a guest on, and that was uh, a fun one. Uh, but we but we just jumped back in. We did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which I know you covered with uh, the fabulous Lori. Is it Lori Tucker? Lori Tucker. Lori's great. Yeah. She is, she yeah. is I listened, uh, such a great person. Listen, um, yeah. Listen to the episodes with her and, and really enjoyed it. So, so we covered that one, uh, the, uh, the last new episode and then, uh, upcoming this week, which will be after this releases, but we're, uh, jumping back into Friday the 13th. So I'm doing Friday, Friday the 13th for the final chapter. So that that's what we got coming up, but, uh, always have another eighties, uh, flick loving guest co-host, we pick a movie to talk about uh, much like this. And uh, I go a little bit more into the behind the scenes of how the movie got made. We talk about first time watch memories, um, favorite scenes, and then uh, learn some fun facts about the cast and crew along the way. And we always have a lot of fun, but I'm excited about this summer. I'm doing a summer of sequels. So any movie we've covered that had a sequel in the eighties, well, not any of them, but a few we've done, so we're doing like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Ghostbusters 2, uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2, uh, Return of the Jedi, just to name a couple that we're going to cover between awesome. uh, June and August. So looking forward to uh, to tackling those here in a couple of months. Hey, whatever you do, don't forget the best sequel movie of the 80s. All right. It's 
I can't believe you don't know what I'm getting at. Oh, I mean, already. there's. It's, I'm trying to figure out which one you're going to pick. Which one you're going to pick? So, it is. Oh, it's awesome. You don't remember Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> uh, yeah, Wait, I do hey, remember look, that one. You can make a video. Oh, no, it had, I don't. It had the it. best title. That's for sure. I, absolutely, I don't remember. Are are your shows? Do you do video as well as audio, or just audio? Just audio. Oh man, see, it's a shame. If you did video, you could like, do the worm force and everything. <laughs> get a little wave action going on. We'll even yeah. nickname you Turbo for the night. <laughs> that's fine fun, though. If you but, uh, hey, but, if you don't want to do it, that's cool though. Yeah, that's cool. Fun fact about Breaking and Breaking Breaking Two: that is one movie and sequel that came out in the same year. Yes, I think they filmed them both practically at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't pretty, be surprised. Pretty close. You know, back to back or something. Yeah. Uh, that was something that those two guys uh, really didn't have anything else going on except for some. <laughs> um, Music videos with Shaka yeah. Khan doing some uh, choreography. Yeah. And but stuff one of the like first, that. one of the first cameo appearances of uh, Jean Claude Van Damme as a break dancer. Yes, in the first break movie. That is a fun fact for sure, right there. Uh, if anybody has ever seen Break and go back to where they're at the beach, mm-hmm. where the character Kelly first gets introduced to Turbo and Ozone, and when you see them out there dancing in the background, there is Jean Claude doing that little, little whatever crazy, you call it. Clapping his hands, turning side to side a little bit, you know, a little like, hip action. Yeah, like he did in Kickboxer, you know, he, mm-hmm. a little bit of that. You know, oh, definitely not disappointed with that one. You should do that. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be looking for your breaking two electric boogaloo. Just let me know when you do it, so I can be sure to you know, get ready for that one. Oh yeah, I probably have you as the co-host on that one. The music was good. I talked about the music for a while. That's oh, good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's some good songs. So, were you a break dancer back in the day? Did you try? Do, I, you, do I look like I could break dance? Well, we, we don't. <laughs> Dude, we look, I was absent look, the day look, you talked graceful. We we look nothing like we looked when we were ten and ten and twelve years old. So, okay, well maybe I tried one too many head spins. That's what happened to my <laughs> hair. Then I don't know. That could be it. Uh, right. You know what? In all seriousness, we all tried that stuff when we were that age. Of course, we did. And uh, but we were all afraid know. to do the head spin because because our parents told us that someone did it and broke their neck. Yes. I was told the exact same story. <laughs> it's like parents got together at the grocery store. Right. And they said, what can we tell our kids to make them quit acting like idiots in the front yard? Mm-hmm. We'll tell them some kid snapped his neck last week trying the same yeah. thing. That's what we'll do. Uh, no, I, I was not. Uh, Pop rocks and Coke, right? Yes, exactly. Although I've seen it done many a time. <laughs> and uh, no, I know I was not very uh, graceful as a kid for dancing, for sure. Uh, I was mm-hmm. not very good at it at all. Uh I mean, there was the, the the usual, you know, like a little wave or a worm that the kids could do. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. when you get really into it, no. no, 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 no. Yeah, the moonwalk is about all I could do. That I would it. look more, I, I look more like somebody having a seizure. <laughs> what it looked like. I mean, it was terrible. Anyway, uh, that does sound cool, though. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, I look forward to some, a lot of your shows coming out and everything. Some of that, that's a really good idea. Summer sequels works out well. Uh, and and seriously, people, follow this guy. He's got a great show. You won't be disappointed. You'll love it. He does like what we do. Uh, somebody asked me, Tim, uh, mm-hmm. too long ago. Oh, you mentioned uh, about behind the scenes and how it's filmed and stuff. Uh, they actually asked me something along the lines of, you know, when you talk about your movies that you do, why don't you ever get real in depth with the filming and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's not really what we do, you know. I yeah, mean, yeah, everybody, every podcast has its own little thing. You know what it's known for. They can't all be the same. Right. I mean, I it's like I, I didn't even really think about that's what you do with yours. I never really, really 
gave too much consideration to yours is a lot of behind the scenes. I just know that I like what I hear when I listen to your show and everything. <laughs> so, I mean, I I, but, uh, you know, the, you and I both listen to another show that mm-hmm. you know, does the same with what we do, but they do theirs even a little bit different. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, everybody's got their own little twist, whether it's the type of shows you record, what you're doing when you're recording it. Uh, for this show here, we just like to sit and talk and, you know, reminisce on the fun stuff with the movie. Like yeah. We've done all all. 56 minutes right now we're 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 right at the end of the show practically almost and we've just talked about some of the highlights of the funny funny parts of the movie we talked about some of the people in the movie and other things they've done that Mm -hmm. that we've liked and enjoyed Mm -hmm. that's just the kind of thing we do here so um like he says everybody's got their own little you know spill of what they do and this is how we do things here so i definitely recommend you to the 80s flick splashback if you want how the movie was filmed Definitely break it down for you. Uh, as far as this show goes, just to let you guys know, as usual, we are on iTunes, Spotify, all your basic places that you're going to get your podcast, as well as a web page now. So uh, www.retrolife, the number four, the letter U.com, retrolifeforyou.com. Uh, remember, Tim, I was talking to you a while back about a. Uh, how was the website doing for you? And I've since having the website, I think I've noticed a little bit of a difference for the show. Very good. Uh, you get the player on site and everything. You can go straight mm-hmm. to the site. Everybody you listen to the show straight from there. You can listen to past episodes straight from there, or you can click on your player of choice and it'll take you to that area. Whether you want to go to Spotify or pull up their webpage, you want to go to the iTunes, listen to it there. Anything you want to do, you can do it from there. So it's all good. So uh, Instagram, Facebook, we're on there. Now, Tim, you're on Instagram. Yep. I don't recall though if you have Facebook. You do have Facebook, don't I you? I do. Yeah, we have a Facebook. I have a Facebook uh, page for the podcast, and also I have a group that's uh, movie views, news and reviews, which is kind of where the podcast came out of. Yep. So I have two things, and then uh, I'm on Twitter, but I don't not very active on Twitter, and I'm also on TikTok, which I've kind of slowed down my TikTok content as well. But you can find some cool. I did some series about forgotten '80s flicks and musical moments. That exactly. are pretty fun that uh, you can check out over there. See, I, I didn't bring up TikTok or Twitter either because, like you said, Twitter is not really, I don't know, something about Twitter just it's, I don't like very much. And TikTok, <laughs> I just, you know, people, if I had the kind of time I want for this, I'd be yeah. a thousand downloads an episode yeah. by now. Yeah. And I am nowhere near that. <laughs> so, yeah. That's really um, why I slow down on TikTok because it takes, it takes a little bit more time to create the content for TikTok to be, yeah. you know, to kind of be on that level or whatever. And I just don't have that kind of time like I did a couple of months ago. So, yeah. Um, the only but, thing I got going for TikTok is just some basic clips I put up there mm-hmm, with a yeah. with a little stinger intro and outro on yeah. it. But anyway, it's another way to get get the, the show out there. I mean, I've gotten great uh, feedback from TikTok and got a lot of great uh, hits and views and stuff, and and met some cool people that way. So um, it's definitely it's, fun to do. It, yeah, it's done. It's fun to do. I just, I just don't have the time to commit. Like you said, if, if this was my full-time gig, man, I'd be, I'd be doing a lot more, uh, stuff, social media wise and, and even stuff with the website, but, uh, exactly. I mean, and as far as TikTok goes, the, I, what I told you what I put up there, like mm-hmm. the, I just take clips from the movies. Yeah. Just my favorite clips are from the you know, favorite scenes from the movies. Yeah. I'm throwing yeah. up there. I, and surprisingly, some of them get banned right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, you do uh, have copyrights. To, yeah, uh, copyrights will get you. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy how a little small thirty second clip from a movie is instantly <laughs> flagged. 
But uh, you just got to be careful of what you're doing. Pay attention. Test it. You know, you can test it these days first. Mm-hmm. It's going to be flagged. If it is, yep. it's probably yep. move to the next one. Oh, well, not that big of a deal. Uh, Tim, well, thanks, man, for uh, coming out here with me again this week. It's been a while since we've had you on. It's always great. Yeah, it's always fun. So, Thanks for having me. Anytime. Definitely glad to have you on. Uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to check Tim out. Catch his stuff. And we will see you guys uh, next week. So hope everybody had a good time. Tim, once again, thanks for being here. Have a great night, man. You too. Appreciate it.